It's time to hit the road for adventure with the Roaming Buffalo Podcast. Welcome back to the Roaming Buffalo Podcast. This is Dave. And on this episode, this is going to be our sixth episode in the series covering our trip to Glacier National Park and focusing on our third and final day in Glacier National Park. We started off our day heading to Mini Glacier, which is the northeastern part of Glacier National Park. Uh, we weren't in a big rush to get there, so we headed out about mid-morning. We actually didn't have any firm commitments until a 3 o'clock uh, boat ride uh, from the uh, Mini Glacier Lodge. So we took our time. We headed over to Bab, Montana, which is the, uh, the gateway to Mini Glacier, and stopped in at the uh, Glacier Edge Cafe. Uh, had had breakfast, actually got there, a perfect time. We walked in, we were able to get seated within a couple of minutes, and then a big rush of people came right after us, so, you know, got lucky there, but like most of the restaurants, and as I mentioned in a previous episode, very busy. Uh, on top of that, they were a little short-staffed, uh, but the, the just... It's a busy, busy park, so getting into restaurants, getting places to eat, uh, kind of a challenge. We headed into Mini Glacier. Uh, there's a long road that f- follows a, just to the north of uh, Lake Sherborne, and nice drive-in. There was a lot of construction at the time. Hopefully, that isn't an issue if you ever go and visit. We did run into some construction delays. When we got into the park, into Mini Glacier, we uh, ended up settling in at the uh, picnic area and parked there, which is actually by the trailhead for the Swift Current Nature Trail. So there's a trail, an easy trail that walks around. You, You can take around Swift Current Lake, which is the lake right there next to Mini Glacier Lodge. It also ties in with some other trails. So we parked there and uh, geared up, got all our gear for the day because we did not expect to return to the car until late. And we had a long hike planned for later in the day. So we got everything geared up, our hydration packs, our bear spray, everything that we might need, and we headed off, took a hike along the northern edge of Swift Current Lake. Very, like I said, easy walk, nice views of the mountains around, of course, the lodge across the lake, and then got over to the lodge itself. Now, in the vicinity of the Mini Glacier Lodge, there is, of course, there's the lake shore you're walking around, but there's also Swift Current Falls and the creek, which feed into uh, Lake Sherborne. And 
we stopped there, of course. There's there's some nice overlook. There's uh, some nice rocks that you can climb up on to get a really good view of the falls and the creek and the valley. And, it, of course, like so many areas, I mean, the the views are breathtaking. You know, these, and the, the one reason this is called Mini Glacier is because there's you can see so many of the glaciers uh, from this part of the park. And, of course, there's trails all over this area that also, if you if you want to, if you're... Uh, a high level enough hiker, you can hike to those glaciers. It's a little bit out of uh, our skill set, our our uh, physical abilities, but the, just there's a plenty of hikes that are much easier to take and uh, can give you some beautiful scenery. And so that's what we were looking at for the day. And of course, just right there at the right there at the the lodge and the lake, it's just like I said, spectacular views. Spectacular views. Uh, we uh, hung out in that area for a while until we caught our uh, our boat ride. Actually, at th- it was at three p.m. at the dock there, right right uh, behind the lodge. And the plan was to take this boat that would take you. There's there's actually several boat rides available throughout the park, depending on which lake you're looking at. There's different boat rides available, and a lot of times they'll set you up for hikes or you can just ride these boats for the uh, pleasure of getting out on the lake and and seeing the the scenery um we had a plan where we were going to ride this across swift current lake then the boat ride actually it's two boat rides because you take it across swift current lake you take a short hike actually over the hill and you end up at Lake Josephine and then you take another boat ride across Lake Josephine and that lets you off the trailhead on the far end of the lake the far like basically the western end of Lake Josephine so that was our plan uh we got into the boat headed out across the lake the views of course continue even once you're out on the lake of, of, of mountains all around, but there's also waterfowl. And almost immediately, our uh, captain, our boat uh, captain, spotted uh, a moose and her calf. So we, we had an opportunity. She slowed down, and uh, we had an opportunity to get some really uh, good views. And I had an opportunity to take several great pics of this moose her calf grazing out uh, by the shoreline uh, so that was a great a great start to the afternoon's adventure uh, once we actually got to the other side the hike probably probably the perhaps the most strenuous part of the entire hike that we were taking uh, actually pretty close to it was this it was the trail between the boats now it is paved uh, it is ADA accessible, but if you if you go there and you have any trouble uh, with elevation, better take be prepared to take your time because it's a steep climb up one side and then down the other, even if it is paved. So for flatlanders like us, lowlanders, uh, it is uh, it does get the heart rate going up a bit, and uh, we did see some older folks there. That were they, they were having a little bit of trouble with it at times, 
So keep that in mind if you head there. It is a nice boat ride, but there is that little bit in between. Now, we then proceeded to take the boat on the other side across Lake Josephine. And once again, wonderful views. And the other nice thing about being on the boat is as, you, as you're crossing the lake, the you you do get some some uh, sort of tour guide aspect from the captain uh the lady who was our our captain on that boat uh pointed out things like avalanche zones and talked about those uh happened to point out those certain areas over there where you're likely to see uh grizzlies um etc which will come into play later uh in the uh, in this episode when I talk about our hike. But we got to the other side and met up with a crowd of people waiting to go back across. So, mind you, we got there. It's probably at this point about 3.30, 3.45 when we got to the far side of Lake Josephine. Our plan was to really start the hike, hiking for the day in earnest from there. And yet... It is kind of late in the day, but remember, sun doesn't set till like 9 o'clock, a little after 9. So even though we're looking at getting kind of a late start, we're almost 4 o'clock, uh, we still have several hours to go. Our plan was to hike from that far end of Lake Josephine up to Grinnell Lake. And Grinnell Lake, hike up to Grinnell Lake, hike back from Grinnell Lake, down to Lake Josephine, and then take a trail along the northern shore of Lake Josephine, and then across the northern shore of Swift Current Lake, and back to our car at the picnic area. And keep in mind, too, that this round trip, this is about uh, from that boat dock up to Grinnell Lake, back, and then along those lake shores, about five and a half miles. Uh, it is an easy hike. Uh, overall, the only the only obstacle really is the distance, and uh, you know we felt we felt up to it. Uh, it is probably one of the the longest distances that we were ever you know we had looked at so far as as far as taking a hike. Usually we were sticking to somewhere between uh, two to three miles max. So this was definitely going to be um, a bit of a challenge for us, uh, but looking forward to it, and it did not disappoint. The hike from the western end of Lake Josephine up to Grinnell Lake, very pleasant walk through the woods, uh, little creeks here and there, streams. Uh, we um, actually, at one point, passed a couple of uh, outhouses. And I by outhouses, um, I mean... Literally, we're not talking pit toilets like you see in a lot of parks. These were literally like outhouses, like some, like little wooden shacks, two of them, like off the the side of the trail, like real outhouses. Um, past those, and then probably the most, besides that little hike between the lakes, probably of this particular hike, the most strenuous part, there was a little bit of a an uphill climb right before we got to Grinnell Lake. So you had to, there was a little bit of a climb there. It was gradual. It really wasn't bad. I would say it was probably the most uh, 
it, like I said, the 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 most the, the steepest part of this entire hike. There was also a bridge, there's a little suspension bridge you had to cross, and uh, that was that was interesting. That was that was fun. Uh, just stepping up to it, it was like these massive uh, logs or <laughs> the steps to get up on this bridge, and uh, it uh, it was doing a lot of swaying. While you're trying to cross it, there's this little suspension bridge, pedestrian suspension bridge, uh, pretty much one person at a time. We only saw a handful of people out there on the trail, either uh, passing us or in either direction. We're not really fast, frankly, not very fast hikers. Uh, and on top of that, I stop and take a lot of pictures uh, because I see stuff that, that looks really neat or beautiful. I take I snap photos of it, so that that kind of slows our pace up. So we saw sometimes we saw people who passed us up and coming up from behind us, and then later on they were we were still walking in that same direction, and they were they were coming back, but not not a crowded trail at all. Uh, and that's the thing: the further you get away from uh, the 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 buildings, the lodges, and and the and the hot spots, we'll say the fewer people you see. So you can definitely find less crowded places, even in the busiest of parks. And we found that. When we got out to Grinnell Lake, the Grinnell Lake, you have a great view of Grinnell Falls, and also, which are coming basically off of the Grinnell Glacier. It's essentially, you're looking at meltwater uh, cascading down the side of the mountain. Uh, it just... Amazing, and I took a lot of pics. But the the thing is, is that these pics oftentimes just can't do these places justice. And um, and part of that is, of course, I'm I'm not the the, the greatest photographer, uh, but also too, you know, it's just you can't always you just can't capture that experience. So just amazing views amazing views you have to you have to get to glacier and and take a hike out there and experience these these places we 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 played around there along the lakeshore a little bit taking some pictures and just admiring the view and then we started our trek back towards the car um now those outhouses came into play again because uh, thankfully they were out there. And this is also brings up a point, whether there's outhouses or not, something you should maybe take in a pack, especially if you have a, um, a, a several mile trek planned toilet paper. I, you know, you don't necessarily think of that, but uh, having, I had uh, little, Think of toilet paper in a Ziploc bag. And thankfully, I had to stop and I needed to use the outhouses. And they didn't have any toilet paper in them. And I, I don't, if I hadn't had toilet paper, I, I guess I'd been hunting around for some leaves. Don't be in that position. <laughs> pack a little toilet paper in your day pack. If you're taking a long trek like this, you never know. Also, too, not to be, you know, to dwell on this at all, but if there aren't any toilets out there, you do need to figure out a way that you can pack your waste out. And that might mean uh, a combination of maybe a, um, 
plastic gro uh, grocery bag and a Ziploc bag, etc. I know that's kind of a nasty thought, but it's the same thing as like not leaving your dog poop behind. Uh, you you don't want to leave that out there either. Thankfully, I didn't have to deal with that level, um, but it is something to just remember. A little side note, and of course, also remember always if you're in bear country like that, especially grizzly bear country, take your bear spray. Uh, you, you hopefully you'll never have to use it. Odds are you probably will never have to use it, but uh, it's it's good to have. Because you just, you never know when you might come across um, a bear and then you have you have no no fallback, no defenses. And like I said, hopefully you never have to use it. But remember that very key safety precaution. Uh, we saw a lot of people out there hiking without bear spray. You know, odds are they're probably fine. But then again, you know, what what happens? So better to be prepared. Uh, better to continue on to to another adventure than uh, be a stat somewhere or be some sensational story on the internet uh, about you know somebody who got mauled by a bear. So do that anyway. Back to the hike. The hike itself was was awesome. the The trail follows very closely to the lake shore of Lake Josephine. The views of the lake, the mountains, uh, of course, the forest, uh, just wonderful. It's just a wonderful hike. The weather was great. Uh, yeah, it was later in the afternoon. Of course, the thing was, it actually was cooling off. Even though during the day, it was getting up to low 80s. The high, it was actually cooling off um, considerably because, of course, by this, even at the late afternoon, the sun doesn't go down till after nine, it does start to drop on the horizon and the mountains start to cast shadows. Uh, and so it, it was starting to cool off. We were there walking along. Uh, Christina <laughs> remembered about the avalanche zones and then some of the, the talk about uh, the, the thickets of, that they're there and how the bears oftentimes like the forge there, etc., so there were significant sections where we're walking through and there's all these uh, basically bushes on either side of the trail and you're you're almost you're, you're, you're I don't say a tunnel cuz it wasn't overhead but I mean it's uh there's a path cut through there and there's there's no way to go and there's curves in it etc and if we had come across a bear uh, I don't know where we would have retreated to except back down the other way. So Christina, in an effort to avoid that was, or any surprise encounters was doing a lot of singing, uh, a lot of uh, musical entertainment, uh, <laughs> which uh, I would have scared many people away. But <laughs> anyway, Oh, it definitely, we didn't run into any bears. So if there were any bears, they were they were scared away. Uh, we 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 just had a great time. It really was a a great hike, and and we we are not super physically fit people. So this is it. We're big people. Um, we do we do try to get out and hike. 
uh, and get, get exercise and activity and get out there and enjoy the outdoors. Um, but you know, moderate hikes are, are those typically a moderate level hikes are, are a challenge for us. So this hike, even though it was five and a half miles was, was easy. It was easy. There was not a whole lot of elevation change. Uh, it, it the weather was pleasant. And if you're prepared, uh, and we had plenty of water and we took along some snacks and things like that. And if you're prepared and, and give yourself the time and take it easy, you can, you can go out and do these things, even though you may not be have, you know, spectacular physical fitness. So do, do not let that scare you away from going out and experiencing these things. This hike was awesome. And it lived up to all our expectations. Uh, we had a we had a great time. Even it, we saw some just amazing stuff too. Even like a almost like a little pond next to the lake, uh, Lake uh, uh, Josephine, as we were going back, and it had a huge chunk of ice. I mean, I'm talking a, a chunk of ice that was 50, 60 feet across, huge, in this little pond, and it was still had not melted. It, it, it was July and here it was. So this just giant chunk of ice, who knows how thick it was. So just stuff like that. We made it back down across uh, the Northern shore of Lake Josephine, hiked back up over the hill and then met up again by the, by the boat dock. But the, the trail that swift current nature trail I'd mentioned earlier, then continued that loops around Swift Current Lake, it continues from the boat dock on up to the, the trailhead by the picnic area where our vehicle was parked. So we, we went from there. Uh, that actually changed considerably. There was a, there was a, we went more into the woods at that point. There was, was a creek. We're into some wetlands there and then also like some brief little boardwalks and so forth. Uh, got back to the vehicle and uh, took a break, just sat down for a few minutes at the picnic table, took off the hiking shoes. Uh, we were we were tired, obviously, because it had been several hours. But I want to say at this point, it was probably about 7.30, 7.45. So we spent about four hours uh, hiking that uh, that five and a half miles out um it was starting to get darker we we needed to get we did need to start get back to our hotel back at saint mary but the day did have one more surprise for us and that was as we were driving out just along as we got even with the northern shore of swift current lake noticed a bunch of people pulled over on the side of the road and there's little pullouts and they were pulling out and they had they had binoculars out and they were looking up at the at the mountainside up on the side of uh, Alton Peak and when we pulled over and just asked hey what is what's everybody looking at and there's point there's a there was a bear so there was a black bear and her cub actually at first it's a black bear we pulled the binoculars out and looked up on the side of the mountain and 
when I look, you could see the bear moving. It was a little black dot, basically, a little bit larger than the dot. But it was, you could see it up there on the side of the mountain, uh, moving around, forging, obviously. When I got the binoculars out and the camera out, we were able to look and see that there was actually a cub with that bear. So this was one of the times where having my zoom camera paid off because I got a lot of chances to practice uh, some very long range shots with that camera. I got some really cool shots, some cute shots of that cub um, with the mama. Um, but this is the thing too, bring along binoculars because a lot of times we didn't know, we didn't know if there was a bear there. It could have been a big horned sheep or mountain goats or what you, you don't know what, uh, might be around, but having those binoculars gives you the ability to, uh, take in and, and view that wildlife from that distance and not miss out if you especially want to do. Uh, wildlife viewing, having a pair of good pair of binoculars with you along the way will be helpful. Uh, got some great shots. The, the, challenging because it is it was getting, uh, it was sunset, uh, but the that was mitigated a bit by the fact that it was up on the side of this mountain and the uh, the light was was shining it was illuminating that side that slope so it was able to actually pull off getting some some really good pictures and and it was a it was a perfect ending to our glacier national park visit was the after that that wonderful hike uh as we leave the park we get one last surprise in the form of seeing that bear and her cub and just great so we 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 headed back to the hotel um by this point, it was, by the time, you know, probably got the hotel about 9.30. We just for, you know, forget dinner. We just, we after the hike and everything, just the day's events, we had a great time. We didn't care. I think we had uh, so a couple of snacks, like some uh, uh, granola bars or something like that, and uh, crashed out because we had a long, we had, of course, we had a long day ahead of us the next day. Uh, as we started heading home, started our, our homeward journey uh, back to Texas. But Gr Glacier National Park definitely lives up to the hype. Uh, it uh, It is a place we could have spent several more days there. I'm sure that we will go back to it. It is definitely one of our top five parks. Um, it might even it might even be, I, I might even put it as my number one. I, it's hard to say. Um, there's so many great parks, but this one, it def definitely lives up to it. So, uh, in the next episode, we're going to cover the, the, the trek as we start back home with the stop at Devil's Tower, uh, and a little bit of the Black Hills. Uh, thank you for listening once again and safe travels.